Welcome to The Optional Podcast, episode number 201 for the week of March 30th, 2020. The Optional Podcast is a show all about the latest in video games and entertainment, recorded each week from New York City and bounce bounce around cables and satellites all around the world, and right into your listening device of choice. As always, I'm Paul Tamayo, and I'm here with my co-host, Cam Brewster. I'm bouncing across the airwaves, motherfucker. Ooh, we live, baby, we live. We live, baby. Speaking of which, I'm literally, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. I'm just like I'm going through it because like man my like my I know I checked in last week and I let you guys know that like my job is essential services quote unquote which I think is bullshit but who am I you know I'm just a lowly henchman what do you Um, know but yeah it just like this whole shit like having to like go out in the world and work and like take the train and fucking sit on the you know, subway and all this shit just makes me feel like a sellout. Like I feel like I'm not helping anything. You know, like no, I man. Like, I mean, yeah, <laughs> it makes I, my no, work I, feel I more like even less fulfilling than it ever has. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. It feels like more like a fucking grueling job. Like it just terrible. I don't hate my job either. Like it's just, <laughs> you know, like it just makes me hate it now. Like, yeah, that sucks, man. But I don't think you should feel like terribly guilty about it at the same time like this is uh this is like a failure on people that are like you know quote-unquote uh who get paid more than we do to figure out this isn't on us like you're just trying to do your thing and like you know obviously like do what you gotta do to survive at this point and like it sucks like but i also really think all the time about things that like even when like things were getting weird at work for me personally speaking um I always just think about things that like Heather would tell me and just remind me, like just focus on things that you can control and um, all the other stuff that you can't really focus on and like make a huge difference in, you know, like we obviously can't be like tomorrow at the snap of a finger. Everyone has, uh, you know, healthcare and like, you know, buses are free. Like they, like they will forever be free now that they actually are in New York city. Yeah. Um, But yeah, man, it's a weird time. It's a weird time to uh, to be going through this and coping with everything. I threw a question in the Discord that will uh, that's open. It's open ended for everybody to call in or even write in. Send us emails if you want to. You know, if it's longer than what you want to share in the Discord, or if there's stuff that you don't want to share in the Discord, send us an email. Because um, I'm genuinely curious at like how people are coping with everything. Because it really is impacting me on a level that I hadn't foreseen Mm -hmm. and the things that I'm doing as a result as I slowly start to like you know as I try to preach what I you know or practice what I preach rather and like um just focus on what I actually can control and what I actually is positive for me and my loved ones and like you know and if that sometimes makes you feel like you're a sellout like I totally get that too but like Look, man, we got to do what we got to do right now. And, like, yeah, look, just be safe, be extra careful at this point. Like, you know, you have a you have a, a support structure in place. So, you know, you're obviously not alone. So, um, yeah, you know, just take it. Yeah, one it's just time. it's just one of those things that just like makes me feel like weird. And it's like 
I, I, on one hand, you know, I'm super grateful that I can still pay my bills. But on the other hand, it's like, fuck, man, this shit is not going to stop until everybody's on board. Um, yep. You know, like we all have to do it. We all have to assume like we have to move as though we have this virus and mm-hmm. no one is doing that. <laughs> like, yo, there was mad people out today and like including me, like I had to do laundry and I, I like had my last pair. Like I couldn't wait any longer to do it. Uh, unfortunately, it fell on a Sunday, so I guess everybody felt they could do it. Um, like, it wasn't packed or anything, but it was just like, damn, we're all out here, <laughs> just yeah. spreading the roni around. Yeah, man. We we went for a walk the other day, and, cause, you know, just to, like, stretch our legs. Cause right. I forget how much, I mean, I've been working from home for several weeks at this point. Uh, right. I've been lucky enough to be able to do that, but... Um, I'm not trying to complain too much, but like even just getting out of the house and getting some fresh air and like taking a couple, uh, you know, just like walking 10 blocks in one direction and coming back or just, right. you know, going like going to the supermarket, but taking the super long you know, detour <laughs> right. um, because, you know, effectively I've cut out a large part of my commute and I've been trying to, you know, I did one day of ring fit two days ago when I was like, I'm still sore from it. But <laughs> yeah, we walked past the park and I was like seeing people still playing basketball, playing soccer, volleyball, mm-hmm. like just hanging out at the dog park together with one another. And like, it's, it's, um it's frustrating, you know, like you're trying to obviously practice what you preach on your own sure. end, but um, you know, it's like, at this point, like I said, like I like I'm gonna continue saying, like, do what y'all have to do to take care of you and your and yours, and you know wherever you can make a difference. Like I, I've been seeing really cool things about folks like leaving uh, messages on neighbors' doors. That's like, hey, here's my number if you need me to get something for you. Like people are starting to like really do, you know, just like genuine good out there. Oh, and yeah. I also want to really shout out um, all my like, you know. Twitter mutuals and and uh, acquaintances. So shout out to uh, Nico and Maddie and Gita and Dante and everybody who helped throw together that uh, hot gamers for Bernie twenty four hour stream. <laughs> uh, it was really cool. They raised over twenty five thousand dollars. for um for like just COVID nineteen relief and like aid. And um, there's a bunch of different charities that are doing stuff together. So I wanted to drop a flex bomb for them one time because, like, yeah, man, that, that, that's an example of doing something really, you know, good that's, you know, that you can still focus on and, and organize and coordinate um, while, you know, other agencies and groups aren't taking it as seriously. At least, like, you know, you can still put that energy out there, even if it's, like, if you can, if you're in a position enough to, like, donate and stuff do what you can like you know this is a time in which like i was going to save this for later on in the episode but i might as well open with it but i think like we can't really depend on these billionaires obviously we never could they no. they are yeah. hoarders to the umpteenth degree they will never share their their candy with you so you know we got to do what we can to to look out for each other because at this rate that's all we can do, man. I keep seeing like scary things pop up in the news, but I'm trying to not obviously let that completely affect my overall morale. Um, and I don't think it should affect you and yours. And if uh, my heart goes out to everybody like dealing with this up close, especially if, you know, you've got folks who have tested positive or you yourself have tested positive, um, you know, just like hang on, we'll get through this. Um, yeah, it's weird, man. Yeah. It's it's weird to have like a video game podcast right now, but I'm 
I'm thankful too, right? Like maybe we can provide some sense of normalcy to folks out there um, because, right. you know, we'll still be here every Monday. Um, and yeah, man, I'm, I'm, I'm grateful that we can actually do this from home and we're able to do this regularly. So yeah. Um, speaking yeah, well of which, said. Well said. thank you, man. Why don't we just jump right into uh, things? Uh, we could just, again, not bury the lead. Animal <laughs> Crossing. Am I right? Yeah. Yeah, no, it's, uh, man, I, I, this game has been like a godsend. It was just like something I can play like on the regular basis, just here and there, especially like when I'm at work, when I have some downtime, uh, any of my people on my friends list, you can see me popping online and offline back, back and forth, like constantly yeah. because I have to keep turning it off because <laughs> I have to like shit to do. So I'm like, you know, I'll just like steal like, you know, some time, like go take a shit at work or something like that. And like, you know, get on there and, you know, get my island in order. Um, yeah. But uh, the game is just, it's just phenomenal. It keeps surprising me every time. I'm like, oh, you can do that. They have this in there. Like, why mm-hmm. is this in the game? You know, like it's just yeah. really like thoughtful. Um, and I just want to like know, who the like localization teams are like because the humor in this game is just so good and like i don't know how they getting it to translate you know like across the different regions but yeah it, it works so well totally. like just the different like uh personalities and stuff i'm wondering like how hard it was for them to develop something like this because yeah that's a good question because sometimes they'll even mention or make a reference of something that i'm like Hmm. yeah that's like a very american reference you know like (laughs) so yeah i'm just always surprised at like the shit that comes up in this game and it's just phenomenal man like i finally got the option like i got the uh i guess it's like the city hall i forgot what it's called but um tom nook's tent turned into like city hall and isabel showed up all resident services yeah resident services there we go and it's uh I can like move stuff around, which I was like really worried about because I put my house in a really shitty spot. Not thinking, you know, I, I didn't really yeah. know how the game worked. Um, so I yeah, kind of like same. literally painted myself into a corner. Um, and uh, I was able to fix that, which was really cool. And now I have like this really beautiful spot and I'm like fixing that now. So the last two days I've just been like just doing like weird, you know, home improvement projects. Like, yeah, uh, uh-huh. I don't really have any other. <laughs> Yeah, we need a a drop, dude. Like, oh, we gotta do that. Shit. I'm doing that for next week for sure. <laughs> yeah, Tim the Toolman Taylor drop. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, man. Uh, I just I don't know, man. I, I can't like praise this game any more than it already has been praised. Like it's just really dope. And I was playing with the homies earlier today. Uh, my friends from work, shout out to Jen and Terrence. Um, you guys don't listen, but you know it's all good. Um, yeah, we were just like, you know, just trading tips and fruit. I didn't realize that, like, um, so my friend Terrence, he put his location for Africa. And he was able to get oh. the southern hemisphere, like, animals and stuff. Oh, cool. So he has, like, scorpions and stuff, spiders. What? He has, like, yeah. He has, like, certain, like, uh, rainbow fish and, like, all these other things that, like, I don't have. So... We're able to like trade that stuff, which is kind of cool. Yo, drop that island code, B. <laughs> yeah, facts. Um, yeah, so I'm gonna try to do more stuff on his island because that's what I need to do. And then on, today, I was actually able to finally participate in the um, the stock market. Um, oh yes, 
hilarious, which is great. <laughs> so I had to do some research because I didn't know what the hell I was doing. So fucking same. <laughs> um, but I heard that like you can they can rot or whatever. I don't know. Like I really don't understand. But uh, yeah, I'm, I've been enjoying the shit out of it. Yeah, man. I've also just discovered the uh, the wonders of the stock market and the uh, turnips <laughs> and all that shit. Yeah, like I sold the other day. So yeah, they do go bad eventually, I believe. Um, so you have to keep checking in with Timmy and Tommy to be like, yo, what's the market looking like right yeah. now? Yeah. <laughs> like, what are we at? Sell but high, I, right? I also read that you can like go to other people's islands and that sh- they have different markets like separate from yours, so which is kind of right. cool. Yeah, yeah, so you can like game it in that way. Yeah, yeah. And it's also like really helpful. Uh my partner has a friend who is just has just been like on several I don't know if like on Discord or Reddit or whatever, but um has been island hopping to other people's islands mainly to go to their shops to see what's on sale. Mm. And in the process they've like picked up a bunch of like really cool stuff because they've just, you know, uh, basically raised the odds in which they'd be exposed to like really cool things. And um, even me and my partner, like this morning, we make a routine of like playing in bed before we start our day, like for, you know, honestly, like several hours at least on weekends, <laughs> um, not on weekdays because we're responsible and we get yeah. right to work. Right, um, right, right. So yeah, like I'll be like, oh, so what's in your shop? And then I'll tell her what's in my shop or I'll show her like, yo, you want what you want this? I already have yeah. this, but you want one? <laughs> you want um, the coat rack? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you want this fucking uh, Newton, what's it, Newton's Cradle or whatever it's called? Oh my God, uh, yeah. I've got like four of those at this point. <laughs> um, let me know, Discord. I'll get, have a Newton's Cradle giveaway. Um, <laughs> but we've been doing that. We've been like just seeing also like, hey, what um how much are turnips going for on your island today oh it's for that much all right cool i'll come by and sell them over there um so yeah we've been doing a a mix of uh, a bunch of that still sort of playing with folks here and there like um you know uh i I forget if it was last weekend i think it was after we recorded yeah um we hopped on um like a whatsapp video call like basically like a video conference and we, a bunch of us were just playing um, Animal Crossing. And it was like so cool, just like the ways in which this game allows us to connect in that way at yeah. this time. And like I made that joke video half heartedly, but like I'm also very sincere about how like this game is giving us an outlet for us to still get together and hang out. Like my partner last night went to a birthday party that was thrown in Animal Crossing because. They uh, obviously couldn't get people together, so they had people come in, like, I think six at a time because it was, like, uh, their friend and her partner. Um, oh, that's dope. Yeah, so, like, people came with gifts and stuff, and I've also been, like, I started writing letters to people. Like, <laughs> on stream yesterday, I uh, wrote a letter to Natalie. Shout out to Natalie. <laughs> shout uh, out to she's, She gets a shout out every episode at this point. We got to start <laughs> charging, bro. Seriously. Um, so yeah, I sent her like a letter at first and like the chat helped me type it out. Like it was like those like Nigerian scams of like, <laughs> oh, I need this many bells. And then uh, she wrote me back something funny like, oh, I can do that. But I just need a processing fee. Can you send me 5,000? <laughs> and then I sent her, um, she sent me like a shirt, like a yellow shirt that says Ola on it, which is, first of all, racist. It's racist, uh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but then... So I sent her a letter that she tweeted out where I was like super hostile and I was like, well, since you want to act clownish, uh, <laughs> take these. And I had these like glittery comedians pants. They were like almost this like 
weird scale print on it. They're like, I thought they were hideous. I tried to make it work. I couldn't make it work. And little did I know, uh, she tweeted out the, the screenshots. She had the, like the top for it, like the jacket. <laughs> <laughs> so I just set her the pants to match the full set. Uh, so oh, little fun ways to interact with friends. Yeah. And like, um, I still got to check in with my sister. I'll update you guys next week to find out how she's doing on Animal Crossing. I'm trying to convince my brother to get it. Um, just because it's like the perfect way to just like hop on a call and just talk about your day. Talk about what movies yeah. you watched. And like, I mean, the game is like background. It's Absolutely, basically yeah. like. It's just like another excuse to get together. Like, yeah. Like even yeah. today, like when I was hanging out with my coworkers, um, well, like one of my coworkers, he's been out on leave. Um, so like I hadn't seen him in a while and we were just like chatting for like two hours, like, you know, and we were like literally like putting the game down and just like cleaning our rooms and like stuff like that. Like, but the excuse, what like the game is what prompted it, you know, mm-hmm. and it's just, I don't know. It's just one of these beautiful times in this like dreary fucking timeline that we live in now. Yeah, for real. It's real strange, man. It's like, (laughs) even just like, I also wanted to shout out real quick, um, one of our creative producers, Joy Zell, who's been helping me, you know, um, do a couple videos here and there for Animal Crossing at work. Um, She pitched a really cool idea of like Animal Crossing ASMR, Mm. um, which I'm like not very familiar with ASMR, like that whole world. Like I know what it's about and I know why like people... Like appreciate it. it yeah yeah and i also totally get why people are like freaked out by it but um <laughs> she made a really funny video that's like her like whispering into a mic um about like the different sounds in animal crossing and why they're so pleasing and then it's just like a compilation of different scenes that i'd recorded like on the beach like in the trees while the wind's blowing or like um while it's raining by a pond you can hear every little raindrop on yeah. the pond and like it is so pleasing to just exist in this world and not Seriously. even do anything. Sometimes um, like when it's like windy, I'll just literally stand where there's the most trees and just listen to them rustle. It's like dude, super relaxing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it's a beautiful game. Yeah, and like and I miss that. You know, like I miss um like I guess I can go right into my next couple games because yeah, I only played one or two other games still haven't gotten back to oh wait actually i totally forgot that tomorrow the embargo lifts for another game so i'll talk about that a little bit i'm gonna have to yeah by the time you're hearing that i'm gonna have to push back the the publish date for this podcast but i'm gonna take a after this i'll take a slight quick break to to triple check the embargo make sure i don't say anything i can't say but um totally forgot to add this in there but um the other thing i've been playing is uh, I got back into VR stuff because, like, it's weird. Like, there are times where, like, you know, there have been people that are, like, are on Twitter and jokingly being like, oh, y'all used to make fun of me for being into this and now everybody's doing that. And I feel like VR, uh, for me at least, not that everybody's doing this because it's still, like, an expensive hobby to get into. Yeah. Um, but it's interesting the way I approach VR now where before... It used to be this like fun distraction. It used to be like, wow, look how like immersed I can be. Like, I feel like I'm in Italy right now walking around Italy or I feel like I'm, <laughs> you know, on the top of this mountain. Wow, this is so novel. You take it off and then you're like, you know, then you watch anime or whatever. Um, but now I'm turning to it like as honestly like pure escapism. 
And mm. one of the things I've been doing a lot more of ever since you put me on a while back to like the boiler room sessions, I've yeah. been watching boiler room sessions. Like the, the last two that I really watched, like in the background, I just like look over once in a while um, was the Yeji one. And oh, um, yeah. And there was one for Kenny beats that I watched, that I watched this morning. And um, whoa, it made, it's making me like, yeah, whoa, Kenny. Um, <laughs> it's making me miss uh, things that I like took for granted. I think we've all been experiencing that for, you know, for some time. Like we, especially if you live in a major city that's like been hunkered down and like, you know, closed off. Like I miss a lot of things. And one thing that I really, one thing that I really miss, obviously beyond just like human interaction and walking up to my friends and like hugging them or like, you know, walking to the store and not having to worry about like what I'm touching or who I'm standing near yeah. um, is are like going out to like a dance club or going out to like a function. So uh, watching these boiler room sessions, I'm seeing all these people like crammed into like one big space, dancing near each other, just enjoying the music and like vibing with each other. And it's, it brings me back to when I was in Amsterdam and I was at that like dance club where like phones weren't allowed. So if like people saw you with your phone, they'd be like, say something or they, you know, they just kind of like look at you weird. Mm-hmm. Um, which was cool because everybody there was like really present. And I've also been like rewatching things that like from the nineties and stuff and remembering how present we used to be and how like, you know, this is boomer chat radio again, but like thinking about like um, ways in which there was a time before where like I was watching the other day, the, this is like such a rant, but follow me. You'll see where I'm going. Um, <laughs> I'm with you, man. <laughs> I was watching the 1997 NBA Finals, and it was the Chicago Bulls versus the Utah Jazz. And it was on TV. It was, like, on NBA TV. And before I used to, like, watch that stuff and be like, oh, this is crap. I don't want to watch this. I don't want to watch Jordan just go off. Um, And I'm sitting there watching, and I'm looking at everybody in the crowd, and this is 1997, obviously. And everyone there is, like, looking at each other, looking at the court, like, no one is, like, this again, boomer <laughs> chat radio, right? No one is, like, Snapchatting or, yeah, like, no. IG storying or whatever. It's, like, they're all present because they didn't have a fucking choice. And, like, right. there are times where, like, you know, we like to romanticize that, but there were also times where, like, that shit was miserable, If you, especially if you grew up in the 90s and you had, like, three games on N64. Yes. Um, it, was, it was tough, right? Also, as a teenager with, like, flip phones and T9 text messaging, that was, like, the most we could do besides AIM. And then um, nobody had that shit. So it's not like we could blow it up. Exactly. Exactly. We didn't have like social media where I could just like embarrass myself in a TikTok that would come to haunt me 20 years later. Imagine Um, like the text message, like, you know, like we didn't have like unlimited text. So it was like literally minutes (laughs) on the phone. Like that was as much as you could use. That was nights and weekends. Bro, call me after nine. Yes, seriously. Because my mom's going to whoop my ass if she sees these Yeah. So, yeah, all that to say, like, I've missed the act of being social mm. and the act of being, like, present with other individuals sharing a thing together. And VR lets me do that. So VR lets me, um, well, specifically with VR chat, I've been walking around VR chat and big screen VR, which is another game, technically not a game, but it's like a... Experience. It's like a social, yeah, like experience where like people, I've, I've talked about it before, but for those who missed that episode, 
big screen VR is like you can host a room or you can join other people's rooms. They already have like established hosts that have like 24 hour like streams in there showing like classic 007 movies or like horror films. Um, some people will just be like, yo, I'm smoking weed and watching my hero. I got room for four. If you go in there, like some people are talking, some people aren't. There was one room where I got into, it had room for like eight people. The screen, it was like a campfire. Because they have like these really cool, obviously it's VR, so it's not just like here's a room, but they have like, you know, the typical male fan- uh, typical male fantasy of like, here's a penthouse with a fucking view of the city, bro. And then they, but then they also have like, you're in space or here's a campfire and there's like a, a screen that's like 200 feet high in the distance. Um, and it's really cool because like when you're looking at the crowd, you're looking at people watching, like whatever's happening on the screen, like in real time, the lighting will like impact the world. So you'll see like the reflections off the walls of the light and like you'll see the way it like, if it's a dark scene, it'll get dark. And then if there's like the next shot is like daylight, it'll like illuminate the room again. So it feels real. Um, even if everyone feels like these weird me characters with no legs, it's like, <laughs> it still feels like right. you're, you're in, in a room with other people because you kind of are. And um, so I got into one room and there was just guy, this guy playing like electronic music, like on blast. And uh, they were just talking and they're like, I could tell by their different accents that they were like, one of them was from Germany. One of them was from like the South in the United States. Another person was from like, I don't know, Canada or something. Um, and they were just talking about it like, yeah, I'm a little worried because I smoke and, you know, like we're really susceptible to this virus. And other guy was like, yeah, my mother sm- still smokes. and I'm trying to get her to quit. And she's not taking it seriously. And they're all just talking to each other, like venting. These are strangers, I would assume. Right. It's a public channel. And they're just talking to each other about the virus and how they're all coping with it. And then... I just sat there and observed. I just listened. And I left that room. I go to another room and talking about the boiler room sessions. This is where this comes back into play. There was a room that just said like, shut up and dance. (laughs) And it was the same campfire uh, room. So I think it had like spots for up to eight people. So when I got into, there was like six people, maybe seven. And, um, they were there was like the giant screen obviously was playing like this iTunes not even iTunes like kids ask your parents about Winamp oh um, my god there was like a <laughs> shout there out. was like a yo shout out to Winamp where, wherever you are I still have it on my machine here actually um, they were just playing like Winamp visualizers it was clearly like a YouTube video that's probably like I don't know three hours long but it was all like top 40 hits from like <laughs> 10 years ago maybe 12 years ago because there was some gaga in there like early gaga nice. like just dance paparazzi all that yeah, kind of shit. That was my shit and um yeah same so like i go in there and like lady gaga is playing i think it was like bad romance or something and um i'm trying to remember what song it was it was like a i don't know what are the radio hits and it's like a mix that like each song blends into each other so it's like non-stop it felt like <laughs> A club it felt like a dance club so i go in there and literally everybody in that room is just dancing like in their vr gear their hands are moving around they're all dancing in different ways there's one guy and i don't know how they were doing this but i swear on my life 
they were just like flying through the room. <laughs> like he was like he was on the ground and he would come through the ground with his arms like uh, like stretched out like he was Jesus and he would just like float twenty feet into the air and we're all looking at him and like when the beat would drop he would come back down and like go by us. Yeah. At one point I'm like and so I start dancing right. I'm like fuck it. I'm in my chair. I'm like dancing, moving my hands. Yeah. Also, it's like hard not to dance to Gaga when it's like being blasted into your yeah, ears and um. Oh, it was poker face. It was poker oh face. Oh my god, that's my shit. Um, so uh, we're all dancing. He comes at one point. He like makes the rounds and he comes by. And he like floats past me and we high five each other. <laughs> <laughs> and we're all dancing, right? We're all just like just vibing out and like no <laughs> one's talking. We're all just dancing. Oh, and shit. dude, it felt so um, like therapeutic. Yeah, it felt. It made me laugh. It made me like just forget about what was happening for like 10 minutes and I got some like, you know, I got some, uh, some charge back in my battery. Like I was like, okay, like even though shit is horrible right now, people are still finding ways to have fun and like distract themselves and like just remind ourselves that like, you know, we're in this together and like, uh, like whether it was VR chat where people are just like, talking to each other about, you know, what's going on in their worlds and their cities, how their lockdowns are happening. Um, or like in big screen, if people are just getting together to watch anime and like just not even talk to each other, or it's like, you know, so many different ways to, to like actually connect in VR. And one thing that actually really, I didn't foresee happening, you know, amidst all this stuff there was one, there's like different rooms in VR chat. So like there are ones that are like custom made and there are ones that like VR chat, I guess like have already created. Mm-hmm. But there was one that I see every once in a while. That's like basically, um, again, it's like bro dude fantasy of like having a penthouse. Mm-hmm. Um, and the penthouse has like stairs that leads to a door that leads to the roof. And it looks like you're on the roof of this building and you're surrounded by like a 360 image that looks real as far as i can tell it looks like an actual photograph of like shanghai or something so it's like daytime like maybe like the evening it feels like um like sunset like like golden hour yeah um so you can sort of feel like it's summertime that you can almost feel the humidity you can almost like smell like you know whatever cities smell like (laughs) it's like like the high line right Um, right right and I'm like, I walk up to the edge of like the roof, like to the, like the barrier or whatever, like, you know, and I'm just like looking at the city and it felt like, whoa, uh, I miss this. I miss being able to travel. Like I, I love to travel. Like I love to, it made me think about my last trip to Korea and Japan where I would just like wander by myself, especially my last trip to Japan where I was in Tokyo for like four days while my partner was doing her um like archery thing she had like a seminar so i had like four days you know just eventually, eventually she'd get out yeah just to wander around so i would just like get lost in tokyo and i'll just walk around and like i really miss that and like i miss being able to like you know we just went to amsterdam recently and like i miss being able to just walk around and get lost and like walk into random shops and find little hidden gems like i didn't realize how much I missed that until VR chat sort of like made me, I also walked around the city at night, this like futuristic fictional city. And, you know, it led to a club where even more people were dancing and talking and like, 
um, you know, some of them were just talking about like, yeah, Doom Eternal is pretty good. And then another group was talking like about their characters and like what characters from what series because they could just dress up as everybody or anybody. And um, yeah, man, it was it was kind of wild. I, I didn't expect that to impact me in the way it did. And like it's got me wanting to go back into VR again. And I had this moment yesterday, too, where like right before I saw a group of people speaking and I wanted to like join in the conversation, it felt like ready player one type shit where my VR headset was on. I have my headphones on these like, uh, what are they like razor or whatever the heck they are. I forget what brand they are. I think they're razor. Um, and it has like this like retractable mic on the left ear cup. Mm-hmm. Um, like the headphones that you borrow when you come over for the show. Right. right, right. Um, and I just like, while in VR, um, reached over, grabbed that retractable mic and like brought it out and like put it, you know, obviously like in, in front of my face. And I was just like, started talking to them. And that felt so like matrix level weird. <laughs> I'm in this like gaming chair and I, and I snake out this like retractable microphone <laughs> and I'm with VR goggles on and I'm like, Yo, I can't believe we're here. It's a year to, we're here. Yeah. Like I, I, I envision this conversation of like me talking to myself from like even 20 years ago as like a teenager and being like, yo, in 2020, you're going to live, <laughs> you're going to live in Brooklyn and you're going to be by a window at night in virtual reality <laughs> talking to strangers because you can't leave your house right. because of a disease that will kill you. Um, but man. yeah, man, or a virus rather, I should say. Um, yeah. But man, weird. It, it's, um, that's, that's so dope. Like you had me like literally tear, like, cracking up just now like <laughs> just the, the 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 image of you doing that is just hilarious um but yeah, yeah i mean i think it's like like you said like people are bringing out the mining mining like the best out of this stuff like you know just getting like yeah. their circumstances people are always going to find a way you know like and i think that the good will overwhelm the shitty shit so yeah um i think that's dope i just hope that like my hope is that you know, we keep on, you know, this is all going to make us different, but I hope we just don't revert back to how we were like just being wasteful with our time and, you know, wasteful with our relationships and stuff like that. Like just cherish all that stuff. Like I hope, I hope that we can continue to do that because it's so easy to fall back into the, the pace because like, you know, it's just the way, you know, humans are set up and the structure is like not made for it, but, I think that yeah. people will come out of this a little bit better and just more aware of their footprint and just, you know, just their time with people. Like, Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. I, I, I also hope the same thing. That's a really good point. I also like hope that people don't forget so quickly the ways in which not to get, you know, too political here. No. But um, I hope that folks don't remember the ways in which this pandemic has really exposed how much of our system is just absolute shit. Trash. And, um, you know, I hope that this fire continues to burn inside of us and hopefully we can, like, actually affect some real change because, like, you know, there are times where it's real easy to get, um, you know, like, lose sight of the outcomes in which you want uh, your world to exist in or, like, your the, the lives of your loved ones. Mm-hmm. So... I just hope, like you said, yeah, I hope people don't forget so easily. I hope that we 
also just take stock right now at how wasteful we are and how irresponsible we can be, but also like the good in which we're doing now. And hopefully that carries over into the future. Cause like, you know, it's good to have that. It's good to continue to make that a habit of yours to check in on people, to call people, which I don't do personally speaking, but um, you know, I'm, I'm learning, I'm learning to do it. Um, but so I just checked the embargo restrictions. I'm good to talk about stuff. Uh, I also have played to completion, at least one run um, Resident Evil 3 Remake. Nice. Um, we got code for it uh, a little while back, and this was like in the midst of Animal Crossing stuff or just when I was breaking out of the clouds of that one. Right. And um, yeah, I finally got a chance to play it. And I was, you know, after last week's episode, I was really excited about playing it and getting into it. And um, I will be honest, I don't know anything about Resident Evil 3, or I didn't know anything about Resident Evil 3 before playing this game. Fucking shit. Um, I, so. <laughs> <laughs> I stand by yeah. that. I don't care for shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I know people who are like in RE2 or RE3's camp. Like there are like fans of two and there are fans of three, but according to what I've heard, um, it's not like a, it, I'm trying to think how to say this. There are people who like RE3 is their favorite for very specific and unique reasons. Mm -hmm. Uh, bless you to my partner. Um, and there are reasons why people love RE2, um, and, the reasons why they love RE2 are the reasons why they might not love RE3 as much. All that to say, RE2 for me was damn near close to perfect when it comes to a balance, yeah, of like survival horror and action. And like, it does it well. And RE3 definitely veers way more into the action side of things. And I wasn't, mentally prepared for that um i didn't again i kind of went in willfully ignorant i didn't choose to like research this because i didn't want it to like impact my my fresh take as it were and um yeah so at first like for the first i want to say five six hours um i liked it i was having a decent time with it but then stuff starts happening that i'm like Get the fuck out of here, yo. Like, what the fuck is this bullshit happening on my screen right now? Oh, and man. so much so that, like, I even texted you, like, yo. Yeah, you might want to. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I, like, I was, I had this roller coaster of emotions, as I usually do when I play these kinds of games. And I went from, like, pretty warm on it to, like, really cold to the point where I was even telling my coworkers, like, hey, I'm not liking this. Like, I don't know if this is for me. And I think in some ways it's not. But then I think the second half of the game, after it sort of, like, really establishes itself as, like, a really different experience than the previous titles, I think you slowly start to acclimate to the, like, altitude because it really goes there. And um, it doesn't trip over itself as much as I think RE2 does. Mm. Um, Cause there were times in RE2 where I just hit brick walls and I couldn't get past the thing mm. because you know, the space in which they gave me to like play ring around the rosy with this one boss while he, you know, kept doing attacks towards me. Um, 
I just didn't, I wasn't at the right place with the right animation frame, whatever. Like there were too many variables that I felt like weren't in my control. Yeah. Um, that like it eventually started to get really annoying to me. But all that to say, I still think that like the game has some issues when it comes to like, again, those boss fights and those like larger set pieces that are way more actiony. But I do think it is fun overall. And I think if you're looking forward to the game, I say like, just keep that in mind that it definitely like goes out there and like jumps to shark several times. Um, not my favorite resident evil, but I understand why it might be for some folks. Like I think, I don't know if this has probably been said before. I'm sure it's been said before and I'm sure it will be said in the reviews that are, that will come out this week. Actually, if you're listening to this on Monday today, um, but I feel like Resident Evil 3 is like Aliens, James Cameron's Aliens. Got you. And uh, like RE2 and RE1 are like Alien. Right. Like so the first ones are very focused on giving you this claustrophobic space with tank controls and like, you know, um, Mr. X is scary and it's definitely like a sense... Uh, there's a sense of urgency to like continue forward or like scramble and RE3 at times feels like, all right, guys, let's get locked and loaded and let's fucking (laughs) shoot these things that are on the ceilings. I mean, like like in the original, I don't know how this one starts, but in the original, you start out with a machine gun. Like that's so different from all the other uh, of its predecessors, you know? Yeah. So it was, it's just yeah. like <laughs> you already know yeah. what that game was going to be on some bullshit like off rip. Yeah. I'm telling you like as a yeah. as a as a young like kid as a preteen I I uh I hated that game. I hated it. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So Yeah. I think also like beyond just like the weaponry that they give you access to and also your enemies, mm-hmm. honestly, um there are times where um the game teaches you the game incorporates new systems and new mechanics that are obviously there to you know balance out the more action heavy stuff cuz there's literally like a dodge move now right. like you can, if you're playing as um what's her name Jill Jill um you can hit R1 and you do this like dodge step which is really cool um and that's good i think that's like a good addition to everything right and it's kind of like a get out of jail free card yeah exactly so you don't have to like i don't know it's more forgiving right if if a zombie's there and like you have like a small window to get out you hit r1 at the right time you can like evade his grasp because they always do that like final lunge towards you um but yeah, like the the puzzles are very similar. Like don't expect anything groundbreaking here. It's like, oh, there's a key missing, find the key. There's chains, get the thing. Um so like don't expect it to reinvent the wheel completely, but what I am interested in playing and I haven't had a chance to yet because I don't know if the servers are live yet. I also have not had the time to do it yet. But there is another game that's coming along with Resident Evil 3 called Resident Evil Oh man, I forgot Resistance. the title already resistance yes 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 um which is basically like left for dead it's like four players co-op um i think one person plays as like i haven't played it yet yeah so it's I'm like 4v1 
It's like the asymmetric yeah. style. What was that other um, that other Valve game with uh, the aliens? Yeah, I was what it's called. And it just it just didn't do as well, but it was dope. Oh it, man, let me look it up. It real was quick. the same. It was like uh, I know someone's screaming at us like this fucking alien shooter. Uh, but yeah, oh, one person one person plays as the alien, and then the rest of the people. It's it's basically that. Yeah, it's basically Left 4 Dead. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I haven't dug into that yet. I am excited to play that, though. That sounds like a really cool game. One thing I will say, however, um, <laughs> when first booting up the game, um, was I wasn't fully prepared to um, see... Like, it starts off with, like, this news footage, so it's not really a spoiler, mm-hmm. but it's, it starts off with this news footage, and it's talking about, like, how the CDC is, met, is trying to, like, you know cope with all of the oh yeah no super relevant right now right oh and it's like (laughs) the cities are collapsing the police don't know what to do like things are on fire people trying to evacuate and i'm like oh god this is like a little too close to home right now and uh but i will say um i did overall have a good time with it i thought i was gonna like hate it after that like lukewarm intro to it but i wound up actually having a really good time with it. And I think if you liked RE2, just keep in mind, this one is like basically Aliens, James Cameron's Aliens. So, yeah. Both good movies, but uh, definitely different. Uh, can I ask you what, you, what are you playing on? PS4 Pro. And how's it, how's it run? Beautifully. Yeah. Um, as far as I know... That's the best I one think to it get was it 60 on, right? frames. Oh, I don't know about that. From what, but... I, from what I hear for like frame rate, frame rate... Um, yeah, that's what they said on the Digital Foundry thing. Oh, interesting! Yeah. I didn't even see that. They were saying the One X is like it chugs on certain things because it's trying to like look better. You know what I'm saying? So, oh. yeah. So the more like pixels, I guess, the worse it runs. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah it. I mean, it looks unbelievable. It looks so gorgeous. Yeah. Um, like there are times where I'm like, this engine is butter. Like I. <laughs> I love that engine. I want to see more things in that engine. Like it even got me thinking of like as action heavy as this game was. I'm like, Hey guys, when are we going to see another, um, parasite Eve? I mean, talk about, you know, relevant. I want to see another, um, I mean, obviously I want to see some Silent Hill, but like, they're going to do like a clock tower or bruh. Give me dino crisis. Stop playing with my feelings. Oh God. I never played that game, but uh, it never interests me. I don't like time-based games. I don't like that. Oh, yeah. I never played it either. <laughs> I had the demo for like one or two of them. I was like, this is kind of cool. Yeah, that's cool. Um, but uh, yeah, man, that's all that's on my playlist so far. I'll, I'll check back in later on, maybe next week uh, with the I got one more stuff, question. But... How'd they handle uh, like the Carlos situation? Was it problematic at all or? No. No, no. no. I, I, never, I never felt that way. Yeah. Cool. Um, that's good to he... hear. Yeah. Funny enough, though. Definitely prefer Jill over Carlos to control. Um, gotcha. She's just like way more agile and like in a game where you have to like run away a lot. It's like, but although he packs more firepower, but I feel like, I don't know, maybe it, maybe it matches my play style more of like being a little bitch and like running <laughs> away when things get, get, get nuts. Um, but <laughs> so if you want to play Resident Evil Resistance, let me know everybody. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm a good teammate. I'll survive. I think they're, from what I read, they're like postponing 
the the servers when this goes live. For, okay. Yeah, to so, kit things together, but I might have to wait regardless. Yeah, regardless. Yeah, regardlessly. Uh, so jumping into the news this week, uh, pretty light news week, but still some things happened. Some things got announced here and there. Um, one of which, uh, the title is wild, but near replicant VER.1.2247448713.... Was announced for PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Um, it's funny because Ray, shout out to Ray, shout out to Ray. Had to throw a flex bomb for him. Um, told me to definitely play this game and not sleep on it this time around, like I did the first time. Because I, you know, foolishly in the past have ignored Ray's uh, recommendations. And um, yeah, to be fair to us, he has some clunkers, but <laughs> I think that he is one of those sleeper dudes. Like you know, yeah, for he sure. definitely like he can, I played near with him. He bought it from me off some shady ass site. It was like a, it was for the 360. Like he literally bought it for like $4 and it was wow. just on a disc that had nothing on it. It was like blank, what? blank on both sides. I still have it. It's on the, allegedly, allegedly. I don't give a shit. It, <laughs> no, no, no. Allegedly. It's on there. Um, and we played near and I hated it, but I was like, I just, it was just like past that time. Like I had to like dust off my 360. And like yeah. near Automata was coming out, so it was one of those those things. Nice, but this nice. this sounds cool, yeah. like that they're doing this. Yeah, same. Because I mean, I really enjoyed near Automata, so I want to. I've actually been wanting to go back and play that game again too. I, and I have to play it. I never played it. Like finished it. I forget which near is on uh, Games Pass, but I think it's Automata. Uh, shit, there we go. I might as well just play it now. Yeah, yeah, near Automata. Oof. Oh yeah, but it's for console. Fuck. Maybe it'll come to PC. Um, all right, cool. Our next story, uh, this is basically a Twitter thread from uh, Patrick Klepek from Vice Games. Shout out to Patrick Klepek, who um, tweeted out, according to a memo I've been briefed on, all North American slash European PlayStation employees will continue working from home through at least April 30th due to coronavirus. Workers will continue to be paid regardless of ability to perform remote work due to job function or responsibilities. Sony is also is- also issuing a one-time stipend of $1,000 so players can purchase, or employees rather, can purchase equipment to enhance their ability to work from home. Um, so pretty cool. Pretty cool as far as I know. It's like a, a nice... Yeah, right? Like a company actually doing what they need to do to take care of their employees and actually give a fuck about them. Um, yeah, I'm curious if, you know, I obviously know where you land on that side of the spectrum, mm-hmm. but uh curious if you had any extra thoughts. No, I, I think it's the, it's the right thing to do, especially like these behemoth fucking corporations. Like they need to. Like they, they, can, they can pay their people for years on end without, you know, really losing anything. They'll, they'll get it right back. Yeah, like I'm not, I'm not, especially like Sony. Yeah, like I do, like you know, this feels good, but I don't think, like, I don't know. I, I'm one of those people that if you're supposed to be doing something already, I don't think you should get extra praise. Um, yeah, that's <laughs> it's like you know those people that are like, yeah, I raised my kids. Like you're supposed to be raising your kids, you know, like <laughs> like like I don't, you don't get this month. Yes, <laughs> you don't get extra points for doing the thing you should have been doing. So, yes, yeah. I do think this is great, but, you know, more companies need to follow their lead. Yeah. Well put. Yeah. Well put. Um, all right, our next story, uh, I mean, speaking of Sony, Sony is now slowing down PlayStation downloads in the U.S. So if some of y'all out there have been curious about why that Call of Duty patch 
has been chugging along. Here's why. It's taken from The Verge. Uh, Sony is working with internet service providers in the U.S. To slow, game, to slow game download speeds in an effort to preserve internet capacity for users overall, the company announced on its blog today. The company also enacted this policy in Europe earlier this week. This means players will have somewhat slower or delayed times downloading games. Sony has previously... Um, Sony has said previously that gameplay will remain robust uh, for those playing online. Companies such as Netflix, YouTube, Amazon, Apple, and Disney have reduced video streaming quality to help with the strain from millions of people now being stuck at home as the COVID-19 pandemic spreads, which I didn't know about. Also, YouTube has dropped the default quality of videos to standard definition worldwide, though high-definition HD can still be manually selected, which I didn't know about, actually, and I only, like... It made sense because the other day I found myself like having to actually like manually toggle 1080p. Cause I was like, I didn't even know this you looks could do a little that. poopy. Yeah, yeah. I was wondering why yeah. this shit looks terrible right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you have to like go in there and like manually hit. Well, that's good. Uh, yeah, that's good. Um, but they need to lower that damn price. That's what they need to do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's big uncle Asian right there. I am a big uncle. <laughs> <laughs> that's true yeah you officially uncle Ken. yeah i smell like fucking budweiser and fucking <laughs> talk mad shit you got the fucking sandals the cage oh, the cage leather foot? sandals the ashy foot yeah bro yeah, <laughs> boot boot cut jeans <laughs> fucking rubber um, gloves and a mask bro. <laughs> <laughs> big uncle energy um all right, cool. Next story. Um, Animal Crossing powers Nintendo to, re- to record Switch sales in Japan. Oh. This is also taken from The Verge. Yeah, man. Animal Crossing New Horizons is on track to become one of the best-selling video games of all time in Japan, according to sales figures released by Famitsu. The game managed to sell 1.88 million physical copies in its opening three days in Nintendo's home market, wow. a number far bigger than any other Switch game or Animal Crossing title to date, and... Here's the cherry on top. Famitsu doesn't track digital sales, so the actual total will be significantly higher. Um, in addition to that, um, more than 392,000 consoles were sold in Japan last week, the highest seven-day total ever for the Switch, and one that means it's now sold more than the Wii in Japan. The Switch is still far behind the Wii in global sales, however. The latest official total was 52.48 million units sold worldwide as of the end of 2019, while the re- we reached 101.63 million in its lifetime. So still got a lot of ground to cover, but I mean, I always like, I'm so curious to find out what the numbers are for the digital sales. Cause like that seems to be the only, if not the default way that folks are playing this game. Right. So I really want to find out how many digital copies are sold. Cause I mean, I bought it that way. I've got friends who've bought it that way. And like, you know, it's all anecdotal, but like every time I, log on to my switch there's like 15 people playing animal that's crossing it's, it's nuts yeah yeah that's for life that, that's dope though um it's good i'd love to see it especially it feels right. good when you like buy a game and then you're like you get that like uh confirmation that you did the right thing because <laughs> like Bro. it's just like killing you know like uh, yeah. it just it just feels really dope it's also like you know you want to be a part of the the moment right oh, now absolutely. and this is like seems to be taking over the airwaves especially if you like log on twitter it's like everyone and their mother is playing this this game. is the first time in, um, in the history of like nerd them that i like understand you know animal crossing memes and it feels good like to be <laughs> yeah, able to yeah. understand like who these characters are and shit it's like yeah, oh I've seen, yeah <laughs> absolutely 
Yeah, that's good, man. It's also fun to see like the ways in which people are actually making things with this game, which is mind blowing. Like, I've seen people do like make esports of like, um, like hitting each other in the head first, almost like taekwondo. Like, if you see a match, like the first person to hit, you know, get points or whatever. Yeah, I've also seen people playing musical chairs. I've seen like the people people making like really cool stuff with like creative designs. I have a friend of mine who was like, I feel like overwhelmed. I feel like. I keep seeing everything online that's like people, you know, showcasing how creative they are. And and I'm just like over here trying to collect iron nuggets. (laughs) But I feel like the game for the most part is like, look, take some inspiration wherever you want. But for the most part, just do whatever the heck you want to do. Don't feel pressure to like, you know, compete with people because like you're never going to win. The Internet's always going to be undefeated. So uh, just have fun. Yeah. all right, cool. Our final story for the week. This is, again, life in the time of Corona, but pro drivers are competing with gamers after F1 and NASCAR canceled races. So it's a really long piece on The Verge that I highly recommend checking out, um, which is, that was the title for it, which I recommend Googling if you get a chance. Maybe I'll also throw it in the show notes. I'll write a note right now to, to remember. Um, but yeah, it's basically because of all the major sporting events that have been canceled as a result of COVID-19. Um, it is NASCAR and F1 um, racers and organizers that are like basically putting together these virtual races for fans to watch. Because right now, fans who watch that stuff, they aren't getting it much in the way that like, I'm not getting to watch soccer or basketball. Mm-hmm. So, and I've been, you know, low-key watching... Uh, or I should say high key, high Q. God damn it. <clears throat> is this thing on? <laughs> uh, I've been watching a lot of like volleyball highlights. I've also been like telling Natalie like, yo, the other day I watched the, the 2018 world, whatever the heck, <laughs> whatever year it was. Like I watched the finals between like, you know, this country, that country. Um, because it's so much fun. I, I miss that. I miss watching that kind of thing, but it's also given me time to like dig back in the crates and see like, you know, what countries are the power players or what players are the power players. Like, um, but this is so fascinating that like NASCAR, you would think this is, you know, this has already existed to an extent. They have like the Gran Turismo and like the, um, the Forza tournaments and stuff. But now it's like, man, Again, like I mentioned at the top of the show, like people used to laugh at esports, but now it seems to be like mm. one of the major ways for folks to actually organize and play these major events and see people go toe to toe in ways that like you can't do right now, unfortunately. Wait, so, so are you saying that esports has orchestrated this whole coronavirus thing just to get on top? Is that what you're saying, yeah, Paul? It was big. <laughs> it was big esports. <laughs> big esport. The big internet was on top of this shit, but big, yo, <laughs> it was fucking Comcast. Yeah, I, I really feel that big moisture, like the lotion companies, are on top of this because I washed oh, my hands like crazy, bro, and they just cracked and dried. My hands are so dry. Think about fucking Avino; they eating right now, caking up. Yo, stocks, the stonks, <laughs> the stonks, going up through the roof. No, but this, this is really um, dope. Like um, to see like real drivers play these games that have such high fidelity, like, you know, for the real thing. Like, I wonder yeah. how they feel about it. Like that, that'd be cool to see, like if they get like a, um, what's his name? Uh, Hamilton or whatever they do. Like, he's like the best. Oh, Lewis Hamilton. Lewis Hamilton. Yeah. Like that'd be cool if they could grab him and have him do it. Like, you know, 
think about like if an esport team can get him like to I don't know. I, I'm sure he couldn't sign any deals or anything, but you know, just to get that would be dope. Yo, now's my chance. Now's my chance to be a professional fucking Gran Turismo driver. Yo, I'm telling you, like it's it's only a matter of time before LeBron gets on here and talking about yo, put a pick up your sticks, jump on two K oh, real quick, you know? Like God. Like it ha- it it's gonna happen. Like Well, there are a couple uh, NBA players who already stream, so I feel like you're right. It's only a matter of time before LeBron is like, all right, we're putting together a 3v3 league or whatever. Yeah. Oh, my God. I would kill to see that. Yo, the, the, the 2K league is really dope already, but imagine like if they get these guys who like are, you know, have an affinity for video games to like get in and like join some of these like teams and stuff. Man, shoot through the roof like – I would I would pay money to see Steph Curry get washed by like a fourteen year old kid. Oh yeah, just like as Steph Curry. Yeah, um, it'd be so so super dope, man. These these worlds are like yeah, colliding, awesome. and you know, man, I kind of want to just like call my mom and just be like, "Look, see, all these like things. I told yeah, you. I, told you. <laughs> I should have been playing video games more." Yeah, man. You try to tell me, like, start yelling at my, like, uh, family friends or cousins or uncles who are be, like, yelling at me in Spanish for playing Nintendo all yeah. the time. I'm like, yeah, you see? Guess who's working from home? No, it's, not, it's like, it's not Nintendo, um, mom. <laughs> it's a dreamcast. Um, shout out to Steven. Um, all right. I'm going to put a break right here okay. so we can get a, you know, a word in from our sponsors. But we will be right back. All right, jumping into questions for the week. If you have any questions for us, please feel free to send them to our email at questions at the-optional.com. We would love to hear from you. Or you can also drop them into our questions channel in our Discord. Or if you're brave enough, uh, send us a voice message on the Anchor app on your phone. Please talk to us. I actually like legitimately want to hear from y'all. And a few of y'all have answered my question, which I've, thrown into the questions channel i'm throwing questions back at y'all um my question is a little bit of an open-ended one uh, so feel free to respond to it in whatever way you you want to but um i basically asked like what are some things that you're getting back into what are new ways that you've been using to keep in touch with folks what hobbies have you finally gotten into like basically in general how have you been coping with the COVID 19 madness i really want to hear from y'all like i'm genuinely curious and we got a few calls this week so um, Thank you. Yeah, please answer the call of duty. Um, <laughs> Warzone. Our first question comes from Danny, uh, who asks, wondering if you guys are leaning either way yet with PS5, Xbox Series X. If anything, this past gen has proven that Sony can reliably come out with great exclusive AAA games throughout a console's lifespan from Bloodborne to The Last of Us. Two, but Microsoft has really paved the way for accessibility, not just for players with disabilities, but also in terms of access to a lot of great games for cheap, thanks to Games Pass. How are you looking at the choice between the two consoles, and what's swaying you? Uh, I kind of like, we kind of talked about this before. Like, I'm like I'm into like all the spec stuff, but not as much as like you know what is going to give me the best bang for my buck and where I can see where I'm going to put. Uh, majority of my time since it is you know as i get older my time is a little bit more valuable to me like yeah you know i i like right now i don't have a ton of time to play games so like my handheld is like my main thing um so whatever's going to give me like that access to 
my time and like just a better thing. I don't, I'm not leaning either way right now. Um, but uh, I'm excited. I, I really am kind of excited for this new generation. I just want to, we're getting like a lot closer to like that, you know, PC world, you know, like where it's like, oh, this thing mm -hmm. is almost as strong as a PC. I mean, I guess it will never get there, but I mean, never say never, but you know what I mean? Yes. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, like as of late, it, it basically depends on where my friends are. You know, that's usually where I go first. Totally. Um, like we we did this last ge console generation. Like, hey, where's everybody buying? So I'll, I'll probably do that again uh, as the closer it gets to the release dates for these things. Because um, these things yeah. aren't cheap either. So, yeah. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, I feel the exact same way. Um, not to bite too much of your answer, no. but I, I do feel like you're absolutely right. I think the gap between console and PC is severely like closing. I think it's like, you know, these are all basically using the same infrastructures and like same, you know, um, like architecture is what I meant to say. Um, so I think, I think I'm going to keep chugging along with my PC for a few more years uh, because it's, you know, it's at a place where I can actually do that. And, you know, I can still upgrade the internals, which I plan on doing actually within the next year or so, I want to maybe beef up my graphics card because it's still good. It's still good for another like maybe a couple years, at least to get the, you know, I can still play everything in like really high frame rates and stuff. But, you know, I've got a VR headset. I would have loved to eventually get an, an index, but I'm going to play Half-Life Alex on my Rift S. Um, but I, I, I agree. I think wherever my friends go, if I am leaning in one direction, to be honest with you, um, it's kind of like a repeat of this generation, if I'm being honest. Although, one major factor can change that. But I think I'm slightly leaning towards the PS5, mainly because I'm actually genuinely curious as to how they're going to leverage that solid-state drive architecture thing they're talking about, because it sounds fascinating. And if the PS5 comes out with a game that really takes advantage of that. And, you know, much like I wish Stadia would have done right. and fails to continue to do um, in, you know, one, lying through its marketing, two, not being able to actually prove why Stadia is, you know, a good choice for players other than you don't have to buy a console. Mm. And like, sure, that's an interesting proposition, but um, at the end of the day, the PS5 right now on a hardware level is intriguing although i will probably wind up getting both maybe not at the same time i mean i say that now but i'm also very impulsive and irresponsible <laughs> with my money but um i am leaning ps5 but the xbox series x makes me curious because like as cool as my pc is the pc surprisingly enough and no one really talks about this as much but the pc does not do 4k hdr well it's very convoluted it's very tricky it's not great and sure there's like ray tracing and other things that are like basically like pc locked at the moment right. but the xbox series x and the ps5 if they're if they're really you know if they can actually back up their claims about these games running in good frame rates and with ray tracing implemented and all this stuff and maybe they're working on ways to like leverage some of that power using the cloud um the Xbox Series X and the PS5 seem like really elegant solutions for me to want to play those games in 4K HDR at good frame rates. Also, with my friends. Yeah. Because honestly, like PC, I don't have a lot of PC friends. This is my first PC, so I have like a few. But um, yeah, if I had to choose right now, though, 
I'm probably leaning PlayStation Five. Um, but it's dope. You know, it, it's yeah. We should check in with our. You friends. mentioned something before, like um, you know, who can take advantage of the hardware? I guess would be the dope thing. But I don't think these companies have that much money <laughs> to do so, like to yeah. develop a game based around you know that. You don't think so? I mean, remember that that that's what they used to talk about with the fucking PS3. Like all the yeah, time. but the PS3 was a fucking weird machine. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, cell processor. I feel like only like the big like Sony games were like able to do that. But I mean, I hope so. I hope so. I hope it's like at least easier to develop for. But yeah, man, I, I'm I'm hyped. Same. I'm hyped for it. To be honest. Word. Good times. Good times good, coming. Good Word. Uh, Jesse comes in with his next question. Uh, I got a cue. What fun, cheery games are y'all playing to pass the time besides Animal Crossing? I got that game Murder by Numbers and absolutely love it. Um, it's got great characters. It's a mix of Picross and Phoenix Wright set in the 90s. That actually sounds pretty cool. So, um, I've been playing like the Jackbox games with my friends. Um, nice. That's been like, other than what would have been my answer if you didn't cross it out, um, Animal Crossing. But uh, yeah, the, the Jackbox <laughs> yeah. games are just fun. It's like a make your yeah. own fun kind of game, you know? Totally, yeah. totally. Yeah, um, I've been meaning to actually, I still haven't done it for the game club, um, but I still want to go back and play to its completion. I played only like a few hours of it, or maybe not even a few hours, like an hour of it. Um, I want to go back and play uh, a short hike. Oh, okay. I also think um, occasionally like if i'm waiting for something to finish downloading or whatever i will pop into tetris effect i think i mentioned that a couple weeks ago i still play that pretty often just to keep my tetris muscles in shape um i will also say um if you want a good game to play that's like about um just like i think right now it's what's more important also or i would say not more important what's equally as important for like play styles for me are games where like I overcome uh, a huge hurdle or I like, you know, I do the right thing and I like save the world or whatever, like, which is why I like, (laughs) this isn't a cheery game, but Doom Eternal, again, like I mentioned last week, has been so much fun to play. It's just like, just get that rage out just (laughs) to like, you know, because I'm doing really violent things, but it's also like I'm doing them to the bad, these monsters and demons that deserve them. Mm. Yeah. Um, and I will also say, um, Sayonara Wild Hearts. I've been wanting to get back into that game, play it again, uh, maybe even like get a couple new high scores here and there. But that's a really great game to play if y'all haven't played it yet. I highly recommend it, especially if you need like a good pick me up of like a story that's about something positive and like, you know, trials and tribulations. Like, I think we all could use a good dose yeah, of that. For sure. So, those are both good. Yeah. Um, all right, cool. Uh, we, have a, we have three voice messages this week. The uh, folks who responded to my question of how are you all coping with uh, the COVID-19 stuff. So our first one comes from our very own Discord mod, Chase, and uh, here it is. Hey, Paul and Cam, it's Chase. Hope you guys are staying safe, staying healthy, staying good. Uh, things here in Dallas are weird. Uh, there's a lot of folks who don't seem to be taking it seriously, um, even though we are. So going out and doing grocery shopping every two weeks, going out to the park just to try to get some sunshine is weird whenever you see folks doing stuff, business as usual. 
um, I have to while away the time started a podcast weird enough. Um, well, I'm working on it. Also might get into bread making, get a little sourdough starter going. Um, yeah. Also playing a lot of video games, but trying my best to do something that isn't play video games. Um, so yeah, so that's how things are going here. Hope it's, uh, all good up there. And, uh, thanks for being here once a week. It's, uh, you know, it means a lot. Peace y'all. Damn. Right on. Shout out to Chase, man. Um, no, but that's dope. Uh, definitely like the bread, uh, making. It's funny you said that because, uh, friends of mine, uh, one of my friends, she's making bread and she gives me loaves all the time and it's been great. <laughs> um, it's, that's so awesome. like we do like a drug deal, you know, pick it up. Uh, <laughs> but she was like, yeah, I think I want to start like a business, uh, doing bread now because like there is like this need for it right now and she's she's like i'm good at it um but it's a cool like muscle to flex like that baking muscle is really dope i think you said something really cool about like you know trying not to do as much video gaming you know like even though i love video games i think it's great i think it's also really good to step away especially in a time like this where it's easy to kind of fall into um, playing games all the time when you have a lot of downtime. Yeah. I think it'll be harder to pull up when we're back to normal um, eventually. Like, I think it'll be hard to, like, pull out of that kind of, like, you know, you're going to be wanting to play games even more. So I think, we're like, kind of weaning yourself and just being a little bit more structured with your play time could be good. I think that's a, that's a good idea. Um, yeah. Yeah, and it is very frustrating that people are still just – doing their own thing but you got to keep like paul said at the top of the show like just do what you can do um don't worry about anything that's out of your control and you know just keep washing your hands and covering your mouth word word um yeah i think also this has been something that i've you know got into very little and i just kind of put off because i like you know work and life got in the way and social obligations but now that a lot of stuff is like no longer an issue. Like I don't have to really factor in a commute. I don't have to factor in like um, a lot of other things. Like again, social obligations and like the the time you spend really just like commuting really adds up and mm. you sort of take stock of that. At least I have personally speaking. And um, I have, I'm looking at my MIDI controller right here. I'm looking at it right here. I'm touching it right now. It's like a little keyboard thing that has like, you know, piano keys on it. And it's got like some other buttons and drum pads and stuff on it. And like, I've, it's it's literally collected dust. There's like a little layer of dust on it, and I haven't really, you know, messed around with it in a minute. Along with as well as the other stuff I got for free from a friend of my partner's who just was getting rid of their audio gear. So I'm gonna jump back into that. I'm gonna jump back into actually learning how to uh, make music. I two days. I'm, I'm supposed to do my second day. I, I did like the first one like last week, but uh, you're supposed to do it every day. But I've been kind of slacking. But I'm trying to like remind myself to do it today, but I've been doing, I've been learning Korean. I've been like taking 30 minutes a day and learning very basic, you know, Korean. So, cause I made a promise to my partner's mother to like actually learn it and be able to communicate with them more effectively. So yeah, man, like find things that you've been wanting to get into and like just dig into them. Hey, bread making, that sounds dope, man. Go for it. Um, all right, cool. Jumping into Danny's question. Came up with two questions this week, or two. Well, this is a, more of a response. So uh, let's hear from Danny. Hey, Kim, Paul. This is Danny from the Discord. Uh, one thing that I've been doing during this quarantine time 
is really uh, digging into anime for the first time seriously. Like I've watched things like Death Note or, you know, Pokemon or like some of the mainstream ones uh, growing up and when I was a teenager. But now I'm like blazing through Haikyuu and blazing through Attack on Titan. I'm about to start my Hero Academia. And it feels really good to have like this large backlog of 20-minute episodes that I can just blaze through to pass the time and at the same time still get a lot out of because they're just such good shows. Um, and I've also been trying to stay active, you know, going for runs every day. I see I'm fortunate to live in an area where I have these big roads and I can go on runs without, you know, having to come face to face with other people. But I've been seeing a lot more people outside taking walks than I normally do, which is nice. And um, the Discord has honestly just been a huge help uh, because I can talk about, you know, stress because of COVID or just whatever else about games, about shows to pass the time. It's very cozy. Right on. So, Thank you. That's awesome. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. I wish, yeah, that's, that's dope. Like, anime is really good time. Um, I actually been re-watching uh, Cowboy Bebop for the umpteenth Ooh. time. It's just my, like, it's my pacifier, man. Like, it's such a good, like, yeah. nostalgic thing for me. It, like, I literally kind of get emotional when the intro or the outro plays. Like, it brings me back to middle school, like, seventh grade, like, you know, watching this really late at night not doing my homework or whatever but like you yeah. know it just brings me right back to that every time i rewatch this series i've watched it like too many times by now but uh that's dope man like anime is amazing yes i i agree we, we, you can put that on our site like you can quote it somewhere <laughs> like the optional podcast anime is amazing, anime is yeah. amazing. um yeah i would say also yeah i did one day of, of ring fit which i need to get back into but um Ring Fit, I've uh, I'm gonna get back into that, man. It's such a great way. Also, the fact that like it's so hard to get a copy of Ring Fit now because it's like oh, yeah. they're sold out, and I think there's been like a shortage of like production or whatever. So, um, it and but also like you, you could do that on YouTube if you pull up like a YouTube video of like exercise stuff. Like my partner does that. Um, there's like a bunch of like really cool like stretching ones and like just little cardio like basically just like you know, um, what's the word? Uh, just like, you know, you can, exercises you can do at right. home, really, really simple. Um, but yeah, that's, that's really cool, man. I think also, I've also, because watching the NBA finals the other night from like 1997, I started watching, um, slam dunk again, um, because I never finished it. And, um, also I'm just like in that sports anime vibe right now with Haikyuu and I'm like caught up. So I have to wait like one episode for every week. Um, but also watching Slam Dunk, I've like really appreciated the wacky, zany 90s vibe that it has and the very like um, the ways in which you can sort of trace the Japanese sense of humor mm. to like you could just you could imagine how this could have been a story um, during like, you know, other periods of time in history where they were like maybe doing things with like on stage or with like puppets or something like there's very much like a greek chorus that's like that follows the main character around that like comments on things just so the viewer knows <laughs> right, what's going on. why he's sad yeah. or whatever yeah um but there are also some things i'll be honest that have not aged well like there are certain characters who are who very clearly have like you know black features mm. and they're kind of like modeled after like um like basketball players is like in, in the 90s like there's one character who um, uh, who literally looks like uh, just googling this real quick to make sure I got the name right. I mean, it's like hard to not 
get his name right, but oh wait, no, I got that wrong. I, I I'll look it up later, but he looks like a very prominent '90s basketball player, like with the he has like the high top fade, and he's got like the the lines in the side of like his head and stuff. So it's like very like I gotta see. that's What's a the character's that's name? like a black hairstyle. What's, What's the that? character's name? Do you know? Uh, I forget. Oh, okay. um, I want to know who this is. I forget the what his slurs. name is. It's all good. Yeah, I'm gonna look it up real quick. Uh, but basically, like they refer to him as like because he's big and you know he's like he towers over the main character who's already tall. Um, oh, his name is. Oh wait, no, no, I got that wrong. I don't know. Um, but you know, like they like jokingly refer to him as like gorilla, and then sometimes they'll sort of like make. A character, um, so his name is Takenori Akagi, and he, I'm trying to remember who he looks like. Um, I'm like Googling this right now as we speak. Um, but anyway, yeah, so you'll see like the way that they sort of like draw him sometimes, or they make him like, you know, it looks like Scotty Pippen. Or... <laughs> he looked just like Scotty Pippen. Oh, you see, I didn't even think about Scotty Pippen. I was thinking about somebody else. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, he looks I mean, like with the uniform with the colorway. Yeah, yeah, he looked just like Scotty. Yeah, because or... like that's a very like, yeah, it's a very like '90s era hairstyle that like definitely didn't come out of Japan. And like <laughs> a lot of the players and like their moves and like their their shoes and stuff are very like modeled after like, you know, literally modeled after like Jordans mm-hmm. and like the team colorways are clearly the bulls. There are like, there's a bunch of different things that are like very clearly, I mean, basketball itself, if we're, if we're going to be real right. with it. Um, so yeah, some of the stuff hasn't aged well, where I like even watching it like five or six years ago, I didn't really like think too hard on it, but now I'm like, mm, yeah, that's a little weird. So it's hard to go back to that stuff. But you know, yeah, anime, amazing, but sometimes do better. Um, okay, our last voice message comes from Blair. Hey, guys, this is Blair from Vancouver, uh, Canada. just want to say I love the podcast. Um, always love hearing from you guys every week, so keep it up. Um, and I hope you guys are staying safe. Hope all the listeners are staying safe. So, uh, yeah, keep it going, guys. Love listening. Um, wanted to say an old game I dug up last night, actually, is Gauntlet Slayer Edition for um, PS4. And I wanted to mention that you kind of forget sometimes the the, uh, the share play feature on PS4 and that you can kind of give a couch co-op experience over uh, uh, over online to like a friend. So if the player, if your friend doesn't own the game, they can they can still play with you at kind of like a couch co-op experience. Nice. Um, but yeah, I thought I'd just uh, let you guys know about that, especially because right now I saw it's actually on sale for like five bucks US in the store. But uh, I'm running out of time here on the Anchor uh, app, so uh, two seconds left. All right, guys. Love you. Take it easy. Bye. That's dope. <laughs> Shout out to Blair. Um, yeah, that's, that's that's cool. Like, I think that feature is not used enough, um, the share feature on the the PS4. It, it was kind of ahead of its time, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah. You can, like, literally take yeah, yeah. control over somebody's <laughs> system. Yeah, it's amazing. Like I, I completely forgot about that until he brought it up, and I was like, "Oh shoot!" Yeah. Like I didn't, I didn't realize that. And like that would make so much sense if you want to get like, I don't know, Streets of Rage two for the 
50th time <laughs> or uh, whatever else that's like local co-op. Maybe even like, um, well, I mean, you could play Diablo over online, but still like there are some real fun couch co-op games that I think like really would benefit from like sharing the same screen and like maybe you throw up a zoom call and play together with, with each other. But uh, yeah, that's really cool, man. That that's actually like a really great reminder to folks out there who like maybe has a friend who, you know, has a PlayStation, but maybe they don't play it as often. So maybe you throw them like a, a month's worth of PS plus and just like, Hey man, let's play some gauntlet. Yeah. Fuck it. Seems like a good time that's to nice. me. Um, all right, cool. Speaking of good times, good times. You're feeling it. Feeling is where we just, am I really slap the <laughs> I monkey? I was just thinking, I was about to say that. <laughs> Holy kids shit. Kids actually uh, um, about slap the monkey. Oh, God. We used to be so bored <laughs> on the internet. Um, feeling it is where we take one thing that we absolutely love from the past week that we've stumbled across that we think is worth sharing. Uh, I can kick it off. Okay. We both have We both have Hulu entries today. Um, mine is a movie that came out last year, um, got rave reviews, won a couple awards here and there, the director of which is a fucking boss, as far as I know. The only thing I heard about it, I saw the trailer once, and I forgot everything about it. I just remember it looking like a painting in the trailer. And then I remember reading that the director, like, walked out of some award show because, like, who was it, like, Roman Polanski or something, won something, and, you know, for those who don't know really problematic guy who has done some awful shit that I won't talk about on the show. Um, Yeah. Horrible person that continues to like win shit and they like, you know, stormed the fuck out and were like, like, you know, rightfully so and, and did their thing. But, um, portrait of a lady on fire is a movie that came out last year. I won't say too much about it because I also went into it, like not knowing much about it beyond just like the general buzz around it being like, I don't even want to say what it might be about, but um, it takes place. Yeah. Maybe watch the trailer, um, but it's on Hulu if you have Hulu and it's a really wonderful story about sort of um, understanding somebody who is like kind of misunderstood and hard to get through to and just dealing with societal pressure to live in a certain way and and rebelling against that to a specific uh, sense and just like appreciating um, time and love and like that's something that like we really need now I think and um, it's just a beautiful beautiful story it's also it's it's not like reinventing any wheels in some ways but in other ways it totally is like it's a very straightforward story with some pretty like on the nose metaphors but that nose is a really be- <laughs> pretty nose so it's it's a great looking nose. In the right light, it's beautiful. Um, so yeah, there are like beautiful metaphors. There are things that are like very explained clearly. It's not too dense, but it is very French in the way of like longing stares, people turning their backs to one another, like, you know, very slow burns when it comes to like dialogue sequences and stuff like that. But we just finished watching it today. What, um, and I, I loved it. It's really sweet. What era is this? Because I, I, I don't know time, especially mm. in like foreign countries. <laughs> Man, I was actually talking about that uh, with my partner. Sorry, actually, it's Victorian uh, era. I don't know. It is. I'm looking right now quickly on the wiki page. Uh, 18th. Oh, the end of the 18th century, which makes a lot of sense because it's like which one's the 18th? You century? know, is that 1900s. 
Oh God, now <laughs> you're fucking me up. No, it's like seventeen hundreds. Eight the end of like No, isn't it like eighteen something turning towards like nineteen something? Man, I I I, I couldn't wrong. Know. Because the first century God, is from zero stupid. to a hundred, so you know what I'm saying? I mean, zero to a thousand, right? Does that make sense? The first? the first century is zero to a thousand. So it has to be like you offset be right. by one. So it has to, it has oh, to be the end of the 1700s. Wow. People have Googled this clearly. You're right. <laughs> All right. All right. You're absolutely yeah, that makes right. sense in my head. Yeah. Wow. So I'm a <laughs> no, 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 no. It's, um, it's confusing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think to be fair, no, you're right. It's the end of the 1700s. So, yes, that makes sense. So that's the thing that like I'm curious about. Like we, we, me and my partner were talking about that earlier. We're like, I don't have this like affinity for like European culture in the ways that a lot of folks do. Like you know, some people like dream of going. I mean, I also would love to go to Paris one day. But like some people like really dream of living in Paris or like living in a small town in Italy or whatever, and that's beautiful and that's fine. But I've always been interested in like other um parts of the world um and it makes me sad sometimes too to think about like we were talking about earlier like um i would have i would love to see like a movie that's set during like that period of time in like latin america but we were already like right we were cut short at the root that's so it's so it's so sad yeah but i mean i'm sure there's tons of stories just like it's just no one's really like telling those stories at least mainstream wise Right, right, right. But th- this one is really beautiful. It's also like, I don't want to say too much about it because like I might give it away, but it is beautiful on every level. Like the the way it's shot, the way it's lit, the way it's written, the way it's, um, you know, acted, everything about it. Really, really cool. Highly recommend it. It's on Hulu. Go watch it now. You're welcome. <laughs> um, yeah, my uh, feeling it is also on Hulu, but it's a series uh, pretty new. Uh, it's called Dave, and it stars uh, the rapper Little Dicky. Uh, Little Dicky, and um, it basically, I, I what I assume is it, it follows his life. He plays Dave, who is Little Dicky, um, and it's about a guy who is struggling to be taken seriously as a rapper because um, he basically is Little Dicky. So it's like he raps about his dick and how small it is (laughs) and you know he's like a youtube star and he has like this level of fame that is like where people will see him out in the mall like oh you're the youtube guy he's like no well i'm a rapper for real um i just make funny songs you know so it's like it's one of those shows that's kind of like similar to a um like a broad city or a um uh what's that show with Issa ray insecure it's It's like that same vein of like quality um but is this show is like funny as shit like i was surprised like i was kind of rolling my eyes at it like in the beginning i was like i don't know if i want to watch this like i feel (laughs) weird about little dicky like i think he can rap good but i just feel so like kind of icky about dicky um (laughs) (laughs) uh, (laughs) oh my god i went there bro um you gotta shoot the shot every time um but it, it's it's good. Like I actually like the show a lot. Like it picks up after the first episode, and it has um, what's his name? Taco from Odd Future. He's like his uh, producer, 
uh, engineer dude. Wait, who's that? Taco. Taco. He was like, he's the guy in Odd Future that used to have the fro. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, he's okay, in okay. it. He's amazing. He's kind of like the the audience kind of character where he's like, what the fuck is this guy on? Like, he's just like, he knows he's like kind of full of shit. Um, but Dave is like super awkward and it's just funny because like they have like all these interactions with real rappers. So like pretty much every episode has had a real rapper on it. Um, and it's just like really awkward and like you never find like these situations in real life, but I'm sure they're like derived from like experiences he had, like trying to make it as a serious mm-hmm. rapper. Um, but it, it's it goes it goes to like some cool places. Like the last episode that aired, they tackled some awkwardness around mental health and uh, you know someone not wanting to share their mental health like kind of history with people and it coming out um, when you least expect it. It, it. It's just really really dope. It's a uh, it's really funny. It's really funny. It's it's kind of the same vein as like a. I mean, people have been comparing it to Atlanta. Um, I, I, I like okay. Atlanta way more. Um, I think Atlanta is like an amazing show where I think this is like a really good show. Um, but mm. it, it's funny. It's it's really, really funny. I think it's worth the watch if you're into like hip hop or if you're just into like really goofy kind of like white people. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's, 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 it's funny. Like it's charming in, in certain ways. Uh, he's like the least. Yeah. Like he's like the, the least, uh, I don't know, fa- uh, likable character on the show um for at least for me um but the the cast is really cool he has like a hype man that's really good um taco's amazing his bet he has like a best friend who like he grew up with who's really dope but it, it, it's just really really funny interesting yeah i also feel the same way like i so when he first first came out i was like oh this is really novel and yeah. hilarious it's also like you do the typical thing of like whenever you see like a white kid break dance, you're like, oh <laughs> shit, wow, yeah, that's surprising. Right. Um, even though they might be like mediocre right. at best, but um, yeah, I feel the same way about Lil Dicky. Like he he's made some creative choices in the past that I have completely mm-hmm. loved, or like you know, it's very like dick fart yeah. joke type thing. I mean, it's it's in his name, so it's like very like leftover South Park humor, which I don't love all the time, but. Um, yeah, he but it's also like hard to ignore that he's actually like pretty fucking yeah, nice. Yeah, he's a, like he I've seen rap. some freestyles. Yeah, he, yeah. he's a yeah, yeah, really he can talented. rap. So yeah, I've like I saw the trailer for this and I was like, oh wow, this is actually like he's got a lot of like cool cameos in this and like it's um it's interesting I would say to to see how uh how much he's been embraced by like a lot of rappers yeah. and stuff. And I think that they're just like you know, they find him funny and they find him like novel and like, you know, there's obviously like he's got a built in fan base. Like he, you know, his videos get millions and millions of views and they're entertaining and they're funny. And like, it's hard to deny that aspect mm-hmm. as much, but I am curious to see how the show handles any of that. If it does at all, they, because they call like, it out a lot. I'm also very, Oh yeah, like really? constantly. It's it's pretty funny. Like I think that's why it got better for me because I realized that he is not unaware of this. You know, like he's not totally like aloof to the fact that he is where he is because of you know like there's obviously people who are better rappers than him, um, but like you know your race and the job that you have or the talent that you have will propel you. You know, it's the Eminem thing, right? It's like. 
Eminem's one of sure. the greatest rappers of all time, but there are people who are better, and he's still going to be held heralded more so just because of the novelty of it all. Um, um, right. But yeah, I mean, it, it's it's a really good show. I, I think they're really self aware in the show. Um, but it, it's <laughs> you're gonna feel a little weird in the, the. It's so many awkward ass situations. You're like, holy shit. I don't, they do it so well with that shit, man. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah he's yeah. definitely, um, right. it's definitely worth it, worth the watch. Maybe, maybe I'll check it out. Yeah, maybe check, it, check out. it out. Give it, give it, give it two a chance. Episodes. Yeah. All right. I mean, I got no, I got nothing else <laughs> to do right now besides fucking Doom Eternal and maybe getting back into making yeah, beats. Word. But, um, word. All right, cool. Uh, before we wrap up the show, how can the fine people find you online? Uh, you can only catch me online. I try not to be out in these streets, but uh, at, don't run up on <laughs> oh camera. Oh my god, now. I'm on, I'm unhinged. Um, <laughs> six feet for sure. Uh, I'm at Cappy Can't Lose C A P I C A N T L O S E on Twitter and Instagram. Nice. Um, I am Pauly Mayo. That's P O L I M as in Mario A Y O. You can find me on multiple platforms now. I'm going to be streaming. Maybe twice a week, maybe okay. three. Who knows? Um, so you can find me on uh, Twitch, twitch.tv slash polymyo. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram. So talk to me. Also talk to me on the also Discord. Talk to me nice. Um, talk to me nice. Don't be, don't be an <laughs> asshole. Um, all right, cool. Thank you so much for listening this week. If you have any questions or comments, send them over to questions at d-optional.com. We would love to hear from you. If you have any uh Oh, if you have some time, which you might have now, please, 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 please review the show yeah. on iTunes. Um, we're also available on Google Play, Stitcher, Anchor, and Spotify. But reviewing the show on iTunes really helps us spread the word and get on the radars of other people and maybe even get featured. Um, also, share with your friends. If you want to do that, you can share our website with them at theoptionalpodcast.com. Um, if you want to even show your support further, you can go to our Anchor profile at anchor.fm slash theoptionalpodcast.com. Uh, podcast um, where you can donate as low as a dollar a month which I know is like a lot to ask right now but you know please if you can throw us a buck if you can um, and as always we're on Twitter at the optional NYC our show's music is by the one and only Levi Pack find him on Twitter at underscore L-E-V-I-P-A-C-K so until next time everybody peace peace